was kind of loud. No, it's fine. Well, every time I edit, I'm like. Almost missed my flight today. I look good even though I feel shitty. I just got back out this way. You already got plans for the city. Call them off, cause you call them off for me. You're always going on and on. Got it all, ask me why I'm there. It's the Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 49. Let's turn up. But you should come through tonight. I'm chilling on the west side. Yeah. Everybody going to this weekend. Let's get it. Tonight, I only kick you with a tight crew. They won't tell because they trying to live their best life too. On the low, on my own, I'll be waiting. You already know what it is, nigga. Breezy. tell you son i couldn't even say shit through that joint because it's like such a good song bro yeah man that song is like they've never missed that might be one of the best songs of this year you know what's crazy they got a song together called come uh come together and they got a song together called come through which is dope they don't i don't and think they're they, both great they did what's the name together uh emerald and burgundy right not emerald and burgundy but uh they did something on his album that yeah, was a called, big track it's called come together this joint They are undefeatable together, I'm telling you. Hey, look, we better let this rock. We're going to let this rock and then we're going to get started. Hey, if you don't know what this is, this is Come Together, uh, CB. Terrence, we all know what it is. If you're a real fan, you know. We don't need that Come Together, you. CB and her. We don't need that. We know. Stay the night, fall in love, it's on the table. <laughs> I actually didn't know, but. <laughs> don't be afraid of. That breezy song that when I sing it, I think I can sing when I sing this song.
Lottery Bros Podcast, episode 49. We turning up. Let's go. She kind of got out of there on Breezy a little bit. She, she, she 100% did. She kind of got out of there on That's a Grammy Award winning artist right there. That's a, that Dubs. should be a Grammy Award winning album. That's one of like 25 to 30 amazing tracks on that album, bro. No bullshit. There was 50, 50 you think it songs deserves a Grammy? That, yeah. There's nobody that could that put out a, a, a body of work like that with that much music on it and not 80% of it be trash. That's the difference between you niggas that put out 30 song albums. That be trash, and it's like six songs that's good. That's you're right. Six of the songs are good. The other twenty five are trash. Oh, I'm sorry. Other twenty four are trash. But yeah, man. Mallory Bros Podcast Episode Forty Nine. We back. Yes, sir. Uh, and believe it or not, we shooting in the daytime. This is one of the first times we ever shot in the daytime. Uh, and it feels good to shoot with some some midday energy. Mm-hmm. We normally shoot into the wee hours of the night. Like, we're normally shooting in between 11, 11 and, and 2 a.m., yeah. which is crazy. And then we go up the very next day. Yeah, I normally had the podcast uploaded at, like, 2 a.m. 2, 3 a.m., yeah. And got to get up in the morning. And I tell Terrell that's terrible. I, I think it's terrible. So we're trying to switch it up a little bit. So yeah, for sure. We locked. My bad, my bad, my bad. Yo, 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 Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 49. I would call this the uh, the Snoop Dogg episode, Elon Musk episode, Shaquille O'Neal episode, Dwayne The Rock Johnson episode. They're all 49 years old. There are no famous 49s that I could think of. Or that is find. BS. There's a Trust me, you 49. can't find them. Trust. I look for them. I can't find nothing. Bro, it's a bunch of like old baseball players, but that's it. Did you look at it on my phone? No, I looked at it on my phone. I looked at, I looked at it on this computer. Anyway, man, episode 49. We are. Why do I have all of these searches in my phone for famous 49s? I did not search for famous 49s. Are you on Mally Rose? That's why. Oh. Get off our get off our joint email. <laughs> I'm about to go at this nigga. <laughs> but yeah, man, 49 weeks. Uh in three weeks it'll be a year, man. How you feel? Are you kidding me? Bobby Mitchell episode. Bobby Mitchell for the Yankees? All right, look, I'm going to let you get that off. Not for the Yankees. This nigga don't even know you're doing it. Oh, my goodness. Terrell, don't you say nothing. Episode 49, 
I knew I knew that name. All right. Episode 49, Bobby Mitchell episode. Literally one of the greatest Redskins running backs of all time. Oh, my God. Shout out to my Washington Redskins, DC family. You see the cap. We repping the city today because we got a big game tonight against the Pacers. What's happening? By the time y'all hear this, we probably already won. If y'all if, if y'all don't win, are you out? Oh, this 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 win and go home. So in look, Washington, whoever wins this gets the eighth seed, and they got to go up against Philly in a four game series. So it's us with the Pacers, and the Pacers bust the Hornets' ass the other night, and the Hornets was giving us go the last time we played. See, them, so. I'm so used to I am so out of touch with basketball, bro. Outside of my man Bron, Bobby Mitchell. Who episode. the fuck Let's plays go. for the Pacers? Uh, Sabonis is a baller. Basketball players, y'all know who I'm talking about. He's a baller. He's literally one of those. He's, he's a baller. That nigga will have 20, 10, and 5 in, like, the first four minutes. Like, what the fuck? Uh, who do they also the have? The last time. Bro, let me tell you how out of today I am. Do you remember Roy Hibbert? Does he yeah. still play for them? H- hell no. <laughs> Damn, yeah, you, you way behind, bro. But, yeah, we're going to bust that. This nigga DC don't even family. know who plays for them. Uh, Sabonis. I know they they got Karis LeVert from the Nets. I know they're who are their good players. Miles Turner. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, Miles Brogdon. Brogdon. I'm not a big. I fucking hate the pace. I'm gonna keep it hundred. I I hate them. How are these niggas good? They all right. They're playing for the AFC. We're trash too, and we playing for the AFC. Did y'all, y'all got see that terrible ass game Russell Westbrook had after putting up all them trip dubs. And you were talking all that shit in the, the video. That doesn't change. Oh, what he's, I a, said. he's a goat. He's a he is a goat. Niggas unclutch, no clutch gene. Still has the most trip dubs. You go do it. What does that mean though? Terrell, he has 185 triple doubles. Do you know that? How many do LeBron got all time? Less than 200. Nah, that's a lot. That's a lie. Less than 300. That's, what am I talking about? Less than 50. Less than 100. Just LeBron all-time triple-doubles. You got LeBron way fucked up. LeBron has 99 triple-doubles. Less than 100. One less than 100. And he has 185 over Bron? Over, over all of the greats. He has a hundred, like... God Forgive damn. me, y'all. Sorry. Y'all should see this nigga Terrell's hotline. That shit blings, man. It does not at all. Ladies, trust me. It does the hotline not. hotline bling. I need somebody to bling my hotline. Um, I don't know if you want me to uh, kind of jumpstart all things off Terrell, or I don't. I normally kind of be waiting off for you, but I oh well, I, this cool is what I'll say: the gas is back. Okay, I right, it's easy for me to get gas. I got gas every day, no problem. Niggas are using that as an excuse. I about to say, I felt like we dealt with that gas thing for a weekend. Yeah, I can't find no gas. I have not. I just knew it was packed. I didn't have trouble, big trouble getting gas. Nah, it was some, t- <laughs> and I pulled up to some gas stations. That you'd be like, damn, ain't nobody here? And you look at every pump and they got a bag on it. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the diesel side. I think it's only right that we start with the uh, the J. Cole album thoughts. Yeah, before just we... Just to kind of wrap up everything. J. Cole sure. dropped his album. But before we get there, R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P. to Paul Mooney. Yeah, man. Legendary comedian. Truth teller. That shit still haven't hit me that Spoke truth to power. To. Yeah, I know, man. 79 years old. I didn't even know he was that old. R.I.P. to Paul Mooney did a lot. If you don't know who Paul Mooney is, he's a, a comedian. Wrote a lot of the stuff for the legendary um, late great Richard Pryor as well. So, and I'll tell you, he's a pioneer when it comes to speaking the truth and not giving a fuck how people feel. This man would go to city after city and talk 
about just straight up white people and then white people would go see him say whatever like he spoke he spoke real he spoke what was on his mind mm -hmm. he was one of the first mind you Terrell just said he wrote jokes for Richard Pryor mm -hmm. so like damn yeah man yeah yeah that was tough that was definitely that was definitely tough but uh R.I.P. to Paul Mooney damn, and uh and yeah what's fucked got? up because when I seen that I was like it just looked like fake news and I just saw it today, and it happened yesterday. Yeah. And I'm like, how did I not see this? I followed Taraji. She posted it. Ain't following Taraji like following your aunt a little bit? Yeah. You see Taraji, you be like, look at my aunt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know her. It's crazy. Um, but yeah. All right, yeah. So, um, Terrence and this J. Cole album. Terrence and the J. Cole album? That's the topic. Because the rest of us think the album is pretty good. I'll, I'll admit, I listened to it about four or five more times. Really? Yeah, I listened to the album at least five more times since. Well, it is a shorter album. Yeah, it's only 12 tracks. I'm about to say five listens? I, yeah, since I absolutely love the first half of the album. I think one through seven is incredible. The last five tracks are true J. Cole acquired taste. Okay. You know, like a lot of people, I'm going to put the track list real quick so I can really speak to it. But I'm going to just run y'all through what I thought about the album again. And Terrence, Terrence I want to know what you felt about. What the hell? That shit ain't updated. Hold on, wait. I want to know what you felt about it because. Yeah, for those who don't know, we dropped our reaction on uh, Patreon on the 19th, which was yesterday, believe it or not, for us. But for y'all, I believe that was Thursday. No, I'm sorry, Wednesday. That right. we dropped it. Mm -hmm. um, and we got the the actual reaction that's going to drop on YouTube on the ninth. We can get into that later, but um, as far as the J Cole album, I mean, like I told Terrell and like I said in the video, I thought it was a good album. I thought it was a all right. I thought it was a it was good, but like for real, for real, what can, can you say? You can't say it's bad. You know what I mean? I think J Cole's one of those artists where he make music that's not he doesn't know mm -hmm. how to make essentially bad music. I think. You were underwhelmed by it, or? I was underwhelmed. I was underwhelmed. I just felt like the album was... I mean, I think it was all right. I'm not going to say I was... Because when you say you were underwhelmed, it sounds like you're saying that's something bad, but it's it's not. It's not bad. I just was... I went into it thinking that I was going to hear something that I didn't, which was... I feel like... J. Cole is, like you said, an acquired taste. And if you're a big J. Cole fan, I think then you would love the album. Mm -hmm. But I think as far as niggas like Terrell saying that J. Cole been sitting on the throne and stuff like that, I can admit to but letting that shit get... You said what? Yeah. I can admit to letting this shit affect my opinion on the album. I will be honest and say that. The fact that you... And all of his fans, as well as J. Cole, I think Sean C. said it the best. Like, he was like, the environment that you've, you've put yourself in. I liked how he said that. He said something about, like, the environment that you've allowed yourself to be in. This is, that's why this is, that's why I was underwhelming. Because you got to sit around, like, acting like you was, like, a, like, a, like, a, like, this is my beef, too. Like, it was niggas in the comments, and I'm about to get at you niggas in the comments for the shit that y'all said, because I was going to tell you this. Niggas in the comments just completely 
I felt like the J. Cole fans in our in our Patreon comments literally started to like give themselves away. Feel me? Because we've had to listen to y'all say that J. Cole was the GOAT. He's sitting on the throne. Oh yeah, he got the some nigga said he had a y'all said he had a better pen than Drake. Feel me? Y'all said he got a better pen than 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 K Dot. I've heard these bold takes from from J. Cole fans. And J. Cole has the caveat of getting up there and saying, I think I'm the great, I'm the greatest right now. Like, you you taken the title, feel me? Right. You're literal you knew that niggas was calling you a goat, and you start calling yourself a goat. Did he not call himself a goat in this last in this last joint? He said, I'm the goat, right? He said I'm the goat, I'm the greatest right now. That was on Middle Child. I was trying no, I was trying to think. There's a song on his album where he alludes to being like the greatest. Because if you look at the reaction, you definitely got a kick out of it. He um, said, I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, he didn't necessarily, he, was the, he didn't say he was the greatest, but he said, um, uh, I don't punch the clock no more. Now my permanent seat is the, the, the throne. Now Remember? my assigned seat is the throne. Yeah. But you niggas that are in the comments saying that J. Cole never said he was the greatest, you niggas are tripping. And your, your fellow fan base has been alluding that he's been the, the greatest. And that was, that's literally the reason why there's a lot of J. Cole hate. So for y'all to sit From there and you. act like that he didn't, the only reason why niggas hate, you could, it's called hate, but it's really not hate. Saying that J. Cole is not the greatest rapper of all time is looked at as hate. So it's like, I guess I will be a hater, whatever. But uh, like it's niggas in the comments saying uh, J. Cole saying that he's a, a GOAT is his opinion. That's just him. That's just his confidence, bro. That's just J. Cole being confident. If him being confident, if he can't be confident, then then Terrence is hating because he's confident. Son, now J. Cole being the J. Cole calling himself the GOAT. Oh, now it's confidence. Now y'all was just saying that he was just being confident. Y'all didn't really think that he was one of the GOATs or the GOAT. Y'all was just bullshitting. All of the shit that y'all was saying, the shit J. Cole saying, my sign seat is the throne. All of that shit is just an opinion. So when we say that somebody else is on the throne or when somebody else is a goat over J. Cole, y'all going to say, oh, yeah, you're right. Because when J. Cole said it, it's just him being confident. It's like, that's what I'm talking about. Like the J. Cole fans, y'all starting to unravel in the comments. I wouldn't like, back down. I wouldn't step off. I, w- I wouldn't. I don't, I don't speak for the people that are doing that. I know, but I'm just letting you know all of the different opinions that are in the comments that people are trying to say for J. Cole. Another thing people were saying is that I didn't, uh, well, this is, a, this is another thing. Um, another issue that I essentially had with the album is that I just felt like it was just like it, I don't know what it was, you know? People are telling you that this isn't, people were saying this isn't his last album though. They're like, he's coming with two more. Like, this was him just getting back to his mixtape days. Like, but he told, but he said he'd been working on this for three years. Yeah, the You're saying that fall you, off. You saying that you on the throne and all of this. So we supposed to just take this as B-sides? Like, I'm, I'm Terrence, trying to figure out what... The album wasn't bad. True. I'm not, what are you talking I'm about? I'm not saying it's bad. But, you, but you're just saying... You called. You said the album was 12 for 12. You basically were willing to sit there and label the album perfect. Feel me? I don't when think it's it a wasn't bad song perfect. The, there's not a bad song on the album. There's not a bad... There's not a bad That's topic tr- on, the, on the album. I don't think 100 Mil is a good song. 
But Look, it's not a bad song though. So it's twelve. So so that's crazy because you don't have that but same. The, no, you don't I keep do that same it. energy for other albums. We gonna I do. That, no, you don't. Terrence, there's a difference between like this is the thing about uh more life. To me, there's not a really a bad song on more life. I don't think there's a bad there's song just on this album, but I think not a there's lot of not a lot track. of good songs. So that doesn't mean that this is a twelve for twelve project. The majority of the songs in the album are fire. I disagree. Let's run down the track list. I disagree. Terrence. Oh, my bad. You want to play the songs? No, nah, I wasn't going to play them. I can. Nah. I'm not going to play the tracks. Don't do that. Think about it. 95 South is fire. Amari is fire. My Life is fire. Applying Pressure is fire. The first four tracks on the album are incredible. Uh, Punching the Clock is great. I. That's I. Let me refresh myself. Like, it's a, it's a J. Cole acquired taste. Okay, yeah. No, I like that one. That one is great. Punching the clock, J. Cole talking about if he ain't having, you know. I like it. It's good. It's a good song. It's the same old shit. PB&J, he just put it on some gourmet bread this time. It's the still, it's still a PB&J. Let's go. 100 mil. Trash. Not trash, but. All right, Terrence. See huh. that, but. This is what, this is what I told Terrence. 100 mil is the, not trash. This is what I told Terrence in the reaction. 100 mil and I'm still on a grind. 100 mil and I'm still on a grind. If Jake, I'm sorry. Don't if say that's Uzi did it, you would say it was fire. That's Uzi. That's Uzi. Uzi does not go around saying I'm the greatest rapper. I'm the great. I'm the greatest right now. He does not say that. He just get his bag. But let me tell you something. Imagine Kendrick Lamar and Drake. Imagine them two niggas not dropping shit for three years. Kendrick, it's been five years. I just chose real. We was living with mom and dad when the last time Kendrick dropped. That's ridiculous. But uh, imagine Kendrick and Drake not dropping for three years and then come with 100 million, I'm still on a grind. Terrence, stop trying to act like that's the only thing in the song. Y'all would never let... The nigga wrapped let, around that. Y'all would that's never just the let hook. him get that off. Y'all would call it trash, and y'all wouldn't even listen to him getting it off. What did he really say in the, in the song? What did he really say? You acting like he said some big profound shit. Like, my thing is, like... He I still think wrapped Jacob around fans it, get upset about is that when people aren't wowed by shit that's, like, okay, y'all are like, oh, you hating. Nah, I just didn't think it was that crazy. Like, I feel like y'all should go watch Sean C's review of his album. Sean C's review was spot on the way that nigga spoke. Sean, I'm about to start reading, bro. Get my words up. The way he explained that shit, like, I feel like he just hit the nail on the head about how, like, mm, I just don't know what it is. Like, what I have an issue with is I call it good and then see other niggas call it great. This is great. And I'm like, is it great? Just because we fuck with who he is as a person, it doesn't make every single thing that he does great. I felt like J. Cole is a laid-back dude. So he gets the benefit of playing the, yo, I'm a laid-back dude. The only thing in my songs that I'm going to say is positive shit. Like, hating on, not liking the song, essentially means you don't like the message of his song now. You know what I mean? Like, it don't mean you don't, think that it's that great of a song, you just be like, yo, you know what? I remember I wasn't really feeling that joint. People be like, oh, go listen to it again. Like, I didn't, don't even really need to listen again. Like, it's not like he said anything that I need to go and unravel. It's like, people think, listen until you like it. 100 Mil is, I feel like, 100 Mil, 100 Mil is the song that J. Cole produced with T-Minus. So it's one of the ones that kind of helped produce. I like the Boz feature. Um... You act like that hundred million and I'm still on the ground is it. Like that's the only part of the song. You but it's actually that's just the hook. That's just a, it's just a hook. Is, it's not it the craziest is, hook, no. 
But the verse that he had on it was fire. Niggas will call. And it wasn't a bad hook. Niggas will call uh, albums like Scorpion trash because of songs like 100 Mil that are mediocre. They're okay. But because we talking about J. Cole. No. Niggas are willing to People give him a will pass say that but about still put him on a throne. Drake had a ratchet happy birthday on Scorpion. J. Cole doesn't have a ratchet happy birthday on this album. J. Cole also didn't have that many songs on. Yeah, like, well. Everybody know why Drake did And nobody thinks that nobody thinks that Scorpion There's is trash. That's my time out of our control. That song you, is terrible. But guess what? J. Cole, you couldn't even do that song if you wanted to. All right. Well, like, so like, you what's don't even the, have that Terrence, in your arsenal. What's the agenda here? What is the agenda? My agenda is You're that all these motherfuckers that, that are... The album was good. That, the it, album was good. Okay. Terrence is cool. trying to make But my it thing is, like, look. People can people are allowed to have other opinions. But do you get how you just sound like a hater? We're giving our opinions on the album. Nah, you're like, now nah, he can't even do that. Anybody can make that fucking birthday track. Terrell, you're hating on Drake now, though. Because you don't, what? Because you don't like Chance, that song? Let's that song, be honest, that song was not good, bro. You're going away from what, the point that I was making, though. The point I was making is that other people have the benefit of making mediocre tracks, and they actually get ridiculed for it. Because we all love humble J. Cole. We love this humble dude who be, you know what I'm saying? He, he's been humble his whole career. Now that he's taken on the throne route, Y'all, we still love humble J. Cole. So now, I swear to God, bro, you are not allowed to critique J. Cole's music. But but I, I honestly don't feel like J. Cole has had much improvement. I mean, we talking about one of the... This dude, somebody in the comments said J. Cole is top three in the game right now. Okay, so we're going to talk about it. Like, who's the, Name three rappers that are better than J. Cole, Terrence, right now, Trent, that are in the game. My thing is, I agree that J. Cole is in the top three of right now, but that means we could talk about his album, and we don't have to just say it was good. We're allowed to say it was oh, bad. I thought and you why. were trying to say that he wasn't. Okay. We can say it was. It we, we didn't. We didn't say. We're not saying it was bad. But like, I could see if he dropped an album that was mid, and people wasn't keeping it a hundred. I feel like but, this album is mid. This is what I told Terrell. I think for J Cole, y'all think this is like one of J Cole's best albums. So we gonna we gonna chuck Born Center over this. We gonna chuck. No. We're going to chuck KOD over this? Nah, Terrence. To, to me, chuck, it's, it's too early for me to say that. It's people, it's people saying this was J. Cole's second best album, if not his best. That dude, Needle Drop, said that this was probably his favorite Cole album. I know his, his opinion is his, but it's like, damn, people making real bold statements about this album. I was telling Terrell, I felt like it's been three years since we got a Cole album. At what point do we say... We're all just happy to hear from Cole before we just say that this music is the greatest shit that we've ever heard. Like, the greatest shit of the year. The way niggas are acting and talking, it's like, I'm happy to hear from Cole too, but whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, this was great, but like, from a nigga claiming that he's on the throne, is this where the bar, is this the bar that he's setting? Do you not know that you have Kendrick coming this year and you have Drizzy coming this year? The two niggas who... He doesn't look as as competition. It's like them niggas not coming with that. So look, niggas was like, this was just the warm up for what he's really about to drop. So his okay, fans are going to his fans are okay. going to do that. I'm not saying that this is the incredible because it's like first it was throne talk, throne talk, throne talk. Then when y'all didn't really get a throne album, now he was a humble guy and it was good. It's good. I never You're said hating. any of that. I never said all that, that throne talk out the window now. That's he's why that shit the, is he's, whack. He's still in the throne for it's me. It's confidence. Cool, y'all. 
You're still on the throne for me. You're just a hater, bro. I'm not a at hater. At the end of the day. I don't like people calling somebody. You're, uh, that's what it is. Y'all are niggas. Y'all are, y'all are fans. You sound like, because he didn't put out a bad album. You just trying to find, you tried to find the one song on it, what, 100 mil, and try to make it seem like it wasn't Terrell. a terrible Terrell, track. The whole it's not last, even that bad. Terrell, the whole end of the album. All right, the last, we don't, you don't want me to go into it because you're going to call me a hater. I could get into it, but you're going to call me a hater. But you just, just admit that it wasn't for you. Because it's not bad. You making it seem like he put out a you bad called, album. You called, you sat there and confidently called a lot of songs on that YSL album trash Terrence, and gave it them and didn't songs give it were trash. and didn't give it any time of day. Like you literally pressed play and in seconds you was like fuck it. And I can admit to doing the same, but my thing is like with this J Cole album, this nigga can really you rap. won't even offer a critique. You just say, you know what? It's not bad, so that means it was good. And anybody having a critique, it's like y'all feel like. Why are you critiquing it? It was good. And it's like, if LeBron was going around saying that he was the greatest basketball player of all time, and let's say they did win the game, but that nigga had 19 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 assists, and look, that's a good game. That's a good game. Okay, but this nigga said he was the GOAT. So we expecting 30, 10, and, t and 10. Nah, that's what we niggas that don't think he's the GOAT. Want him to put up every night. But you can't say I'm the greatest basketball player in the league, but you putting up 19, 8, and, and 4, Team. and you got other niggas that's coming this year that's going to drop 40. You're How do you know that? You don't know what the fuck these niggas are going to drop. Y'all, You don't know. And the album was good. If y'all got that same album from Kendrick Lamar, this is what I was asking Terrell. If y'all got the same album from Kendrick Lamar after waiting all of this time, would y'all be happy? Would y'all think, wow, he's a GOAT? Y'all would be thoroughly disappointed. Terrence, but this nigga we got the says same that thing he's on the Kendrick throne Lamar. over Kendrick. Whatever. Kendrick Lamar dropped damn, and what happened? Niggas didn't like Ya. Niggas didn't like Fear. They didn't like the XXX joint. They didn't like Lust. Terrell, you're they, tripping. Everybody I, fucked with Damn. Everybody's tripping. favorite trash from the Kendrick album was DNA, Terrell, Loyalty. Everybody fucked with Damn. Everybody likes Humble. You can't compare that People like Duckworth because Duckworth's so crazy. But it had to grow on people. We you 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 talking about this album like All right, let's move past look. You talking about this album like it's been out for three four and it just came out. Terrell, everybody loved Damn when it came out. Your black ass is definitely one of them. And there's I proof. loved it. There's proof. I loved it. I'm right. talking about the consensus though. The not consensus me. loved it. That's not true, bro. People I don't remember to, niggas hating on Kendrick's album. People had to get people had to grow to love certain tracks. I'll give y'all this, and then we're gonna leave the J Cole thing alone. I personally feel like if J. Cole is going to consider himself one of the greatest right, even right now, I just feel like he has to come better. He has to come better than that. So my question my, to you is this before before you finish. Yeah. What exactly are you expecting from J. Cole? Like, what does he have to do to wow you? Does it have to be a bunch of beats you can dance to and jam to like like K.O.D. where you got motivated? Nah, like somebody was like Terrence said that he did that K.O.D. was a concept album and that he didn't want a concept. First of all, I never said I didn't want a concept. I said that KOD, Kids on Drugs, is an unjudgeable concept. That concept, you can't hate on. But none of the album was really about kids on drugs. Let's just be honest. None of the album, he talked about children No, it was about drugs. not doing drugs. Most of that album, most of that album, it's he was don't just do doing his it's own like, thing. Don't do, it's, like, it's like Kids See Ghosts. Not Kids See Ghosts, but like, don't do drugs. It has like a hit. It's like a, it's like a, a so if I come out with an message. album, if I come out with an album named Don't Call, Don't Do Drugs, but the whole album, I'm not even talking look at, about look drugs. Look how people felt about the Logic Suicide album. It's like, we can't even judge this shit. Are we going to call it trash? 
Wow. He's talking about suicide. You're an asshole. It's like you can't call that trash. But the difference is J. Cole wasn't talking about kids. Whatever, Terrell. You know exactly what I'm talking about. That was clearly the concept. I don't give a fuck if you feel like he wasn't even talking about it. You know exactly but you what know the that, concept but was. That, but that album that was, was good concept. because of the songs. It wasn't good because we had to like it because it was... But you got to think, conceptually, that album came to... The album, the songs came together mm-hmm. because of the, the concept it was sitting in. I was telling Terrell... Uh, uh, I was telling Terrell because the person was saying that I didn't want concept. I never said that. I felt like when you have a concept about drugs, you can't really not like it. I felt like this album that he just put out, though, somebody said it. It, it was like a rapping exercise. It was like J. Cole just coming out, showing that he could still rap. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, we don't even question whether J. Cole can still rap. That's why I think people were underwhelmed. I think we didn't get this new J. Cole. We didn't get this J. Cole. We didn't get like this crazy form J. Cole. I want you to think about Jay-Z back in 2000. Just think of, just think of Jay-Z back in On to the Next One. And think about Jay-Z 444. Look at the progression. I want every nigga, I ought to do it my fucking self. Go and play a Drake track from when he first came out. Go play I'm on one. Go play one of those early Drake tracks from early in his career, right? And then go and play Lemon Pepper Freestyle. And listen to him talk about, you know what I'm saying? Pull up to the school in a, in a fleet of Suburbans. Like... You can see like the, the stature, where he is, what he raps about, is completely different because he's leveled up in life. Like if you go and look at even when he, even the flow in lemon prep, even the flow in lemon pepper freestyle, compared to that 2010 Drake, look at the fucking progression. Niggas wanna scream ghostwriters, niggas wanna scream everything. Fuck it. If we're looking at the product, look at the product I was getting versus the product I'm getting now. Now with J. Cole. Go and get any song from Friday Night Lights, right? Play any verse and then go and play this album and look at the two products. You essentially have the same thing. I used to tell Terrell, J. Cole, to me, I feel like what he gives you, and this is going to be, this sound like hate, but this, are, this is somebody who's just not thinking about how much they love him. Somebody think, that's not a fan. Go ahead. I, 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 I am a fan, but like, I guess if you're not a fan, if you're being honest. Well, let's see what you guys say. My bad. Go ahead. But you aren't necessarily a fan. I would say I am a fan, but I'm not a I'm not a stan. I'm a fan of his music, but I'm honest. Like niggas was just mad at me because I told them that I wasn't really even fucking with Kanye like that. But but what about the legacy? But we talking about the art. Like I I'm not saying that I don't fuck with Kanye's old music. All right, so hold on. Before you get away from it, you was getting ready to say something. You said let's just, you said something about J Cole. You was uh, you was getting ready. To, you said you you was like take his old tracks, whatever. Take that old Friday Night's verse, Friday Night Lights verse, and play it next to something from this album. You said we some, got the same thing, but then you was going to say something else. And I was going to say it's the same product, and I was just going to say, like, I just feel like I don't even know what I was about to say or, or what. Damn. I feel like you made me lose it. Nah, you was getting ready to start talking about Kanye, and I was, I was hoping to try to catch you before you lost it. But I don't know, bro. I think, excuse me. I think this album was, uh, well, well, that's what, I liked it. I, I liked the album. We don't got to spend too much time on it. I'm just saying, I felt like. I'd be interested to know what you, I'd I be. That's like my man Tyler, Hassani, remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say that only just like him right there. But, uh, well, I guess you know, you know him, so it looks like whoever you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
I would be interested in knowing what you wanted from the album that you didn't get. Like, did you want a concept? Would you have rather him had a concept where he rapped, like, with a topic? You got to think about this, too. Like, so imagine if J. Cole took the actual off-season concept and wrapped it into him actually, like, entering an off-season. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got the bat. Besides the fact that the basketball court is on fire on the album cover, what about this album says off season if you didn't know the title of this album and you just listened to it would you say you know what this joint probably called off season this got a basketball no it would be probably the for your eyes only cover you'd be thinking about mm -hmm. well 14 forest hills drive that's a fact this nigga can't even look he can't even refute that he couldn't i mean that's not a that's not a so that's not a that's not a stretch right and what i'll say is look off season all right bet what's the concept the concept is basketball off season he could have definitely took that concept and did something with you know what I'm saying? In the off-season, what do niggas do? Niggas train. Feel me? Niggas get their mind right. Niggas spend time with their family, but they prepare for the game. It's always going back to the game. The off-season off is leaving the game. Like, you're not going to tell me he didn't have a concept. He just called it that, threw y'all some rapidly rap tracks where he's saying the same old inspirational shit. Like Sean C said, he's talking about what other people went through. You feel me? He's talking about what his mans went through when it's crazy how my mom's called me and told me that it's like he had a friend that died. I'm not disrespecting him by saying that. What I'm telling you, if we talking about the art, this is the same thing that we got. It's like you told me we wasn't going to have grilled cheese this week. And then you came and slid a grilled cheese and put an apple right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> You said we wasn't going to have grilled cheese, and then you came and slid you another grilled cheese. And put an apple right there and told me that it was a new meal. But you got an apple. You healthy now. But you don't see that this still the same grilled cheese? <laughs> it's whatever. I think everybody's comparison, and I don't compare J. Cole to, um, here, you plug up because. Oh, because you think you want. Yeah, hold on. Well, I need to. I I'm don't compare to. J. Cole to. Kendrick into all of these other people. Everybody's comparison. Let me uh, borrow your charger too. Everybody's comparison to J. Cole to Ken, no, not discharge the other one. Everybody's comparison of J. Cole to Kendrick and Drake. I think that's the reason why people are expecting this this crazy performance that I don't expect. Like what I would get from Kendrick, thank you. What I would get from Kendrick. Is way different than what you would get from J. Cole. Like, you look at a good kid, Mad City, or a uh, To Pip a Butterfly, like, damn. You can't compare those albums to me because they're two different artists. Like, J. Cole got on his joint and legit rapped. And he rapped his ass off. Like, he really legit rapped. And people are acting like, because you're not the only one that feel the way you feel. I don't think he rapped his ass off. I think he rapped very well. Like so I what think I, yeah. Joey, so he I think, rapped his he rapped very well. I think Freddie Gibbs rapped his ass off on Alfredo. You know what I'm saying? Like not Alfredo. What's the name of that joint? Alfredo. Yeah, that. I felt like that was rapping your ass off. But like I feel like so this, you don't think J Cole rapped his ass off? I feel like this was. I feel a like J. if it's Cole one thing showing. he did, that's what he did. It wasn't much else to the rapping, but that's one thing you can't take from him. I felt like we got more energy out of that LA Leakers freestyle than we did out of that whole album. That L.A. Leakers freestyle brought us more energy. It felt like more like, damn, this nigga really a rap, like really rap. Did you not listen to the first track on the album? Terrell, yes, but my thing is or like. Or the second track or third track. 
I'm talking about we want to feel like this nigga is elevating. Yeah, we got new bars. But we you got can't good he bars. He did rap, but I'm feeling like, okay, bet. Like, we got ex- My boy Izzy said it best. We got exactly what we were expecting. And that does not ever mean that that's a good thing. If, if you know what I'm saying? And what's crazy is y'all will not let no other artist come this way. Y'all will never let Drake come that way. Y'all will never let, y'all would never let Drake drop and then be like, oh, well, you know, he did say he was dropping something else. So yeah, this is just him warming up. Really? Y'all J. Cole fans will cap for this man for whatever and never just, just have an honest critique. We saying that the album is good, but we felt this way. And y'all are saying we hating. That's cray. Nah, y'all not saying the album was good. I am saying it's good, but you're asking me. You're like, saying blasphemy. You mad because I'm not going to agree that he was rapping. You're saying blasphemy. You just said Freddie Gibbs rapped his ass off and J. Cole didn't. Ra- Freddie Gibbs rapped his ass off on Alfredo. I, I don't think, think Freddie Gibbs had a. Was, I, like, uh, I like Freddie Gibbs' album production better in terms of I love what Freddie Gibbs did with that album. But to me, well, nobody, there's not many like, niggas that can out rap J. Cole right now. You can't. I, I 100% disagree. I 100, 1,000% disagree after this, after this last album. Because what is the biggest, what is, the, what, is the, what is, like, my thing is, like, what is that, de- what is your, I said outrap. Do I don't it? mean have a great out-rap? album that Terrence will like. So, I mean, do you think, outrap me. So he outraps your guy, Conway. Can J. Cole if, outrap if, Conway the yes, Machine? I want to yes, hit. Yes, yes, Are yes, you yes. kidding me? I love Conway, but let me tell you something. I can't believe Terrence, that y'all J. Cole told, showed you he could outrap niggas. That year he got on everybody's track and outrap them. This is the difference. When this nigga get on a track with you, you are done. Because his because fan base I'm is fucking delusional you. and think every single you thing he does is fire. That's why every song so he's Terrence, on pop. That year he outrapped everybody on a feature. I just listened to He the, didn't outrap everybody that year, I Terrence. just listened to Say Nah, Moneybag. <laughs> I just listened to Say Nah, Moneybag, yo. That's such gym. a random ass track. It's and he random. had a good verse on that. that, that that's the, something that's a connect, something that's something like a lit cigarette. That's that joint. I felt like, okay, this was a very good J. Cole verse. And it's very good to hear. You going to tell me that Moneybag outrapped J. Cole? No. But what I'm telling you is, look, even though he outrapped Moneybag, did he do a, was it a crazy feature? No. He just outrapped Moneybag. That's one feature. Okay, the other feature that he did that year, 21 Savage a lot. That's one of my favorite J. Cole verses of all time. But put Mm -hmm. that verse up against a lot of other verses. It's going to be very low on the list because even though it's a good J. Cole showing, that one verse, is that verse groundbreaking? Is that verse something that is the craziest shit ever? That's That's why we say, son, we think J. Cole is a great artist, but y'all act like J. Cole is... A nigga like Kanye West, and for the girl that was in the in the comments saying, "But Kanye West has put out mediocre albums." First of all, facts. Name the mediocre album that Kanye West put out before 2015. Before 2015. Before 2015. See, I'm not good with what came out when. Literally every single album that Kanye. Do you put think out, Pablo is like an incredible album? The Life of Pablo should have won best al- best rap album the year it lost. Who Coloring Book to? should not have beat The Life of Pablo for best rap album. You think that's like an incredible album? Pablo? I think that album is Kanye West's last great album. But Yeezus, groundbreaking. Yeezus, you might not have liked it, but guess what? Terrence, a lot of get y'all. Get the fuck out of here, Terrell, man. do you know how many of your favorite songs have derived from that one album? How many songs did we get now that came from that? There's not a J. Cole album out Terrence. there that inspired 
a new sound. You gotta keep that a hundred. I will. Bro. I will give you and that it inspired a, a sound. Like he didn't change the entire I will give you it inspired a sound, but Jesus, no, that album was should be. You could. You should think about that album the same way you think about this album. The only thing we got from that album that was great was essentially that, collectively was Blood on the Leaves. That was great. Um, Terrell, we not we don't gotta do the songs, but my thing is that album period was a groundbreaking album how? for for a certain sound. What think sound? About, whatever. Think about what Kanye was doing with hip hop and them sounds and what we got now. If you don't think that him testing that that lane and going that way, what did we get from it, Terrence? You, you don't, don't even know. You're not a Kanye West fan, and I'm not about to go down the fucking line. Go and listen you to the album know. again. Tell me what it we got from it. We didn't new. get anything from that album. Go listen. All of the songs that he did the Cynthia shit on was trash. That's your opinion. Go listen to Guilt Trip. Go listen to Bound. Go listen to what is different. Bound is great. Samples. All right, cool. That's what we got from Kanye. My thing is, Black Skinhead was great. You don't even understand the production levels and I'm heights not. that Kanye West reached on that album. And the shit he was saying on the album versus what Cole is talking Terrence. about on this. Kanye like, got his ass ran around if you're comparing rapping on both of those albums. Terrell, I'm just talking about, we're talking, all right, bet. I can admit that Kanye, that that uh, J. Cole definitely raps better than Ye, but like, look what Ye was doing with that album. Look at what he did versus what we got. At least we didn't get, what if he gave us graduation, a different variation of that every year? It would be like, all right, like, we're going to get that, we're going to get graduation again. We know we're going to get this. I'll agree that Kanye is much more diverse and his, his catalog is I'm much just more saying, diverse. This is a, J. Cole gives you what, you know what you're getting when you sign up for J. Cole. It's the same thing with my guy Conway. This all It's the same thing with, like, with, it's the same thing with, J. Cole is the only artist y'all do this for. Everybody else does what they do. J. Cole is the do. only artist out here saying he's the fucking GOAT. Sorry. You're not. So I got to do a whole bunch of different things. And a you bunch can't of, to say be that goat. you're the greatest, but not be doing shit he like He never said he's he like the greatest of all time. He said, I'm the greatest right now. Who you right can't now say is you're the greatest in the league and you're not even the, the top point scorer. You're not the, you know what I'm saying? Who is going what to are you attributing to this besides confidence? Who do I have? Only people. It's only two other niggas in the game. When Bron say he the greatest. next to me. It's only Bron two niggas. And you don't. Whatever. Drake and Kendrick. So you greater than both of them. You better than them. You're not. You're better than Kendrick. Now, my my. J. Cole fans, look in the mirror and, and, and answer this. J. Cole is, be is better than Kendrick. He's better than Drizzy, who just had three number ones. Kent and Drake say, but you didn't never had three number ones. Ain't Terrence, my, Drake I, is a bigger celebrity. He's not number one because of so, I, but them songs were incredible. He's Drake's number not one. number one because of the music he makes. He's number one because he's a celebrity. He's number one this because people on. love him. So that's it. Think about it, Terrence. What was incredible about what was one? Once and Needs was cool. What was the other this one? Girl got there? Mad, somebody got mad because they said, you like Once and you No, you like What's Next. What's next but you was number like one, one but you what? didn't like That song mil. was the most basic track, but it was cool. It was catchy. This is the difference between 100 mil and what next for the niggas who got mad at me for the comparison of that. The reason why that song went, went number one, because it was relatable. Drake was literally just putting that song out to relate. Cole, how do you relate to what he said in what next? Do Terrell, you even know what he said in what's next? It was relatable because look what he said. He's talking about what we all went through, but he's talking about what he went through. Feel me? Uh, look, New Year's all I did was stress, okay? And Valentine's Day I had sex, okay? Look, let, let's see what's about to happen next to start the year. Who's not going to like that in the summer? Let's see what's about to happen next. J. Cole, like, uh, is 100 mil I'm still on the grind about us or you? You made $100 million and you're still on the grind. 
Terrell, you would not let nobody get that song off. You would say it was trash if Ye came out with that song. If Ye said, 100 million, I'm still on the He wouldn't have the verse that J. Cole had on it. that shit was trash. Kanye would get on that joint talking crazy. I just listened to a a recent. That's the difference. Look, we're rapping J. Cole. We should almost like cut some of this out. Nope. We're leaving it all. We've been talking for an hour? Yeah. We talked for an hour about this. And I knew we would. I knew we would. Because you just hate J. Cole. And you won't admit it. You mask it as, I don't hate oh. him. The crazy thing is, is, is like when you be honest. We have years of footage. When you're honest, people say you hating. That's the crazy thing. Whatevs. Shout out to J. Cole for a successful, successful off-season album. I loved it. Shout out to all of the J. Cole fans out there. Dreamville. This Shout nigga out. right here just will never understand. Shout out to the people who I guess J. Cole has to do a backflip, change his flow a thousand times, change genres, test out country maybe, and this nigga will say he put out a good album. What I'm saying is... Rapping your ass off isn't good enough. What I'm saying is not hard to understand if you actually listen. That's all I'll say. If you just take all of your fucking love for who J. Cole is as a person, and and he might have made songs that fucking changed your life but if you put everything aside and just look at what i'm actually saying am i really wrong whatever never pedal rock never said a lot only what need to be said get a little guap when you get a lot won't no bitch leave you on red that's how he started that out that first verse on 100 mil and you get the nerve to sit here because of the but go back and that, reread that, the, go back shit. and reread the, ver- the lines that you just said please never pedal rock never said a lot only what need to be said. Got a little guap when you get a lot. No bitch will leave you on red. Same old shit. It's just a different day. Terrence. We ought to try and get it in each near way. Hustle. 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 Hard. Come on, man. Same old so what? shit. So what? So he what? said that same shit no, he on didn't. Friday Terrence. Night Lights. He said that on Friday Look, Night Lights. never Light. pedaled rock. Didn't really have to because you know I was J. Cole and I stayed up out the way. How many albums are we going to get? Of Jake, hey look, y'all remember in Lemon Pepper Freestyle where Drake said, uh, negative thoughts don't even enter my in, my inner matrix. Imagine me still rapping if I rapping about if I never made it. He was definitely talking about niggas like Cole. Cole is still talking about if he didn't make it. You feel me? And my thing is there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like, all right, you can't do the humble guy thing and then say I'm the king. You cannot do both. You can't add, you can't be, you can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't say, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm just chilling, but I'm the greatest. Nah, you can't do that. Because people are going to start judging you like the greatest. And now that we judge judging like the greatest, we haters? Whatever. We can move on, though. I don't feel like you have nothing on you. I don't think you have anything. I'll be waiting for you to switch the topic. No, I, like, do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. What did I have? I got a lot. You, I'm, I don't know if, I'm not saying you have to have something. Well, no, I'm saying. You, well, you go ahead. Because I don't want to talk about mine, mine too early. I was going to say, damn, y'all, I hate that we stayed on that J. Cole for so long. This is what we do, bro. But you know what? We came from music. Big album. It's necessary. What are we supposed to cut the J. Cole short to talk about what? Nah, well, you know. You're right. Sometimes, you know how you be on something for a, for a long time and you're like, damn. People never going to be realized that they listen for an hour. Get on IG Live and, and stay on the topic for a long time and you see that 60 turned into 47, you're like, what y'all want to talk about? <laughs> Let's do questions. Let's have fun. Y'all keep me. Uh, the cicadas are back, and they say that there are trillions. 
Yeah. So if you haven't seen them yet, apparently you are you are getting ready to. I haven't seen not a one of them. Not I haven't seen I one haven't cicada. Seen one. I've only seen them on the I've on seen them on, on pictures Instagram. and shit. Yeah, hopefully them motherfuckers stay down south. Florida, all you motherfuckers down there with all that water. I hope y'all keep all the motherfuckers. We do not need them up here. And my question for you, Terrell, the year was 2004. You were eight years old. What is your fondest memory of back when them cicadas was out? Uh, my fondest memory of when the cicadas was out. We went to uh, King. We went to um, King's Dominion. <laughs> do you remember? Yep. Me, you, and my auntie. So we yeah. went running to that motherfucking car from the drive. <laughs> we, went, we went to a McDonald's. I mean, we went, uh-huh. we went to a couple places where we had to get out, and it was like it was snowing, but it was just bugs. Oh, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to this shit. Yeah, man. I'm not looking forward to them. We haven't but seen them But they were yet. much more green back then. Do you remember? I thought it was more aggressive, too. Everybody got videos of them chilling. Yeah, they just chilling. Them motherfuckers was them flying. Them niggas around. was flying left and right when we had them. Right. Y'all got the easy batch. Or maybe they just haven't showed yet. You know how to. You know how people who get there early are normally. Think about a party. The people who get there early are normally nice, well put together people. Organized. They help you set everything up. The people that come late. Look, they might not have helped you set up, but they get the party going. They be the liveest ones. Uh, Them motherfuckers coming. I said trillions. I only thing I have seen. I saw a cocoon. Oh, you saw like I saw one of the little cocoons. They just dropped the the shit. Cocoon in that joint sitting right there. Bro, I don't fuck with this. <laughs> I don't fuck with them drink. But um, uh, 2004 was a great year, man. Usher was on top of the game. He had just put out Confessions, and Confessions had yeah on it. No so bullshit. not only did you get Let It Burn, not only did you get Confessions, you got yeah. You're know, like, bro. I remember that's the one thing I do. <laughs> Fucking love that song. You just said the wrong lyrics. I, I've said this nigga been singing that song I've wrong said, for 20, not 20. I'm sorry, 16 years. You've been singing that song wrong. It's crazy. When are you ever gonna learn? I don't know why I just hear. I don't know why her lyrics are. I heard Jesky said so she might want. Nah, know why, he said. I don't know why I heard that. <laughs> oh I don't man, know why I heard that. But um, yeah, 2004 was an incredible year. But fuck them cicadas. I feel like it's a Mariah Carey year for some reason. She put out some shit. Like I feel like two. Did we belong together come out that year? We belong together. Mariah Carey, I don't know. Something. Alicia Keys, man. Definitely if I ain't got you came out in 2004. Yeah, so. Definitely Alicia Keys. Great year. Outstanding mm-hmm. year for Alicia. For music, period. Uh moving on, we got the mask are coming off. And I was gonna tell Terrell. The masks are coming off, and it feels like they're coming off right when we got used to the swing of it. Like, I don't know about anybody else, but like I've just kind of gotten used to the mask being a part of my everyday life. Like, I don't even question it anymore. Remember, it was like, oh, fucking mask. I need my fucking mask. Oops, my bad. I need my fucking mask. You know, people be all pissed off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, this is a part of our life now. So now, I never forget my mask. I'm, I got new mask. I, like, I got them, and now they say, you don't got to wear them. If, if you, you are vaccinated. If you are vaccinated. And I Hell of like an asterisk. Soon, it's going to be like, look, <laughs> this is what they're doing. I feel like we should be able to see this. So right now, you don't got to wear a mask. If you're not vaccinated, then you're good. Soon, if you don't have the vaccinated, I feel like your ass not even going to be able to get in. Like, they're, but that's the thing, Terrence. They're not going to say, if you're not vaccinated, you can't come in. No, nah, well, how they, they're not going to check. They're not checking nobody's vaccine cards. That shit is just like, this shit is, is moving just like the medical condition thing with the mask. Remember people could come in? And say they had a medical condition, but you couldn't ask about it. Yeah. 
I just feel like the shit that they doing with this though just make me feel weird though. Did y'all see how they was like, the 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 dude was eating the French fries and I was like, yo, you get free French fries if you can get the vaccine. Or they was giving away marijuana. They giving y'all niggas weed for the for the vaccine. Uh huh. Smoke it up. Mm-hmm. And putting a needle in your arm at the same free, time. Free look. They are uh, they're offering free um, Ubers and Lyfts if you're going to and from your vaccine shot. Um, they're offering free food in certain, you know, restaurants if you, know you don't get your vaccine shot. Let me just take off the that hat. And if you think about it, this is all great shit. Like, this is actually great shit. The fact that they'll take you to your shit in a free lift, like there are millions of locations and stuff like that. If this thing is great and this thing is working the way that they say, we can't even really get mad at that. They're giving everybody the opportunity to get it. My only thing is just we, it's just, Honestly, you're being told, hey, you have to trust this. When they said that, it yeah. feels like, right. When they said that the masks were coming off, right? Yeah. You know, I work for a, uh, I work for a retail company. I work for a big box retail company. So, of course, that shit was like national news. We had to have motherfuckers in the store with no masks. Oh, what's, what do you do other than that, though? Because, you know, we was talking about, huh? What do you do other than that? What are you talking about? You said you work for a big box company. I mean, I know we what we do is is dope, but like, what we do is dope. But I mean, I'm talking about what the fuck I do every day, <laughs> Tan. Shut the hell. You, you definitely didn't catch on. You caught on late. <laughs> you always fucking with me. That's what it is. But look, <laughs> when I heard that we was uh taking the mask off, I was kind of excited. I'm like, man, we can see people's faces again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then again, shorty's coming in. That first day where look motherfuckers in that joint breathing and you can see. Oh it's yeah. Like, all right, put the mask back on, bro. And then some of y'all just need the mask just for regular reasons. Like, this dude was eating, like, them Fritos and, like, all this shit all on his mouth. And it's just like, you just need to just be eating. You just need to go somewhere with yeah, nasty see, we ass we didn't have to mouth. deal with that for a whole year. You stink. You stank-ass niggas. We haven't had to deal with that for an entire year. Or the people stink that... Stank mouth, nasty mouth niggas. The people that get real close up on you and you never really noticed because they had the mask, but now they all close and you feel the air and you like, nigga, back up. I oh, I don't let people smell. get that close. Hell no, we still six feet. I'm not vaccinated. <laughs> Back your Back ass up. up. But there is herd immunity, and so I'm kind of banking on that. Yeah, herd immunity. If you're not a, a familiar with herd immunity, it's when a large, basically a large portion of the community gets they said uh, we becomes was immune to a disease, making the spread of it almost, you know, pers- from person to person unlikely because pretty much everybody else can't get it. But People keep, bro, there's so many people that's like, there's another strand out there, and it's killing youngsters. That's what I said. I thought we was far from herd uh, immunity. I think we are. I, well, you got to think about it. I, I think I still, I think we're just about approaching half of the United States is being vaccinated, if mm-hmm. not just over. But it's still a large portion of people that aren't. And then there's all types of shit out there that's like, and, but you know what's crazy, bro? What happened to the flu? It's still out there. Do you know how many flu cases there have been in the last year? I mean, ask me how many. They've attested everything to Corona. Everything is the coronavirus now. There are no flu. You can, I'll challenge everybody to look it up. Search what happened to the flu. And you know what it's going to say? It's crazy. The flu just didn't no creep. It's like, are you serious? I'd be trying to think about how they will be able to capitalize off of a pandemic. If, if, if the country went through a pandemic, like, did we go through a pandemic because it happened? Or because they said, you know what? We need to go through a pandemic. You know what I mean? We had a pandemic happen right at the cusp of a re-election. Does that not 
make anybody feel away. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody had an angle for their. This was a big thing. And look, how are you going to handle taxes, education, and how would you handle the coronavirus and the pandemic? Right. No more flu cases. Everything's corona. Remember, if you went up there and you had a headache, this nigga got corona. It's like they got our numbers up there mm -hmm. and they got the pandemic aspect started up quick. We was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've met nobody. I haven't met anybody. Nobody I know has it. But we hearing about all these crazy numbers and then we and all of a sudden we're in a pandemic. And now wear a mask. You're in a pandemic. How are you going to handle the pandemic? How are you going to, you know, uh, like this shit was one for the books, man. If you really, really think about it in the beginning, do you remember we was like that fucking coronavirus is over here. Remember, it's one case in Seattle. Do you remember? One case in Seattle. And then one it went to case seven in cases Seattle. in Seattle. Yeah, the people we knew in Seattle, we was like, hey, nigga, be careful. Y'all out there. And so. it was running through China first. Yep. And then it came over here, and then boom. We had the worst spread of that motherfucker. The entire shit changed. All these motherfuckers got curbside now. Yep. Now everybody does to go. You think about it, bro. It, it kind of pushed us into a future we weren't ready for. Every business had to take on either to go or pickup or shipping. Do you know what that's going to do to the landscape? That's going to keep more people from coming out. I feel sorry for everybody that might own a mall. I might have just ordered that motherfucker online and let it come because I've been used to that now. It only takes 17 days to build a habit. Damn, no bullshit. You know There's a lot of shit that I used to do in the store that now that I know I can do it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not ever going, I'm going in. I'm not ever stepping inside of a uh, Bed Bath & Beyond again. That's bullshit. That's a, that's a, that's Literally a, one of the best places to go and step in. Hell yeah, that's <laughs> one of the most dangerous places to walk, to walk in. You'd be telling somebody, I want that one. It's the one that's all the way up at the top. You got to get the fucking <laughs> coat. Junk. They get the hook. Them girls be strong and shit. They can get a whole comforter set off at the top. Uh-huh. Full arm strength is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Coming down with it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, up, just kind of moving on. Chick Fil A is running out of sauce, and I was just gonna say McDonald's. We can't relate. Terrence, you love Chick Fil A more than McDonald's now. Let's just let's McDonald's stop the, can't let's relate. Stop the faking. Popeyes you go to Chick Fil A more than anybody. That's Terrell, your folks now. Why are you doing that? You like, got a why McDonald's are you just night? Not agreeing that McDonald's can't relate. Why come at me? Like, look, Terrence, are you kidding? Nigga, I fucking love McDonald's too. Nah, I'm talking about McDonald's can't relate. What are you talking about? McDonald's you talking about stingy ass McDonald's that has the famous meme of the girl that's like, here you go with the extra sauce. They don't they even never had a shortage. They a don't shortage. have a shortage because they don't even want to give you the sauce. Y'all are bullshitting. This is because you. This is you know what? This is me. This is me talking terrible. <laughs> Y'all ran up into McDonald's when McDonald's was lit. Everybody. Retract your memory back to a time where you could go on McDonald's and get any sauce you want from the sauce thing. Because for real, for real, you niggas wasn't even eating sauces for real. Feel me? Look, Before the pandemic, you, you could get, do that with uh, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, you, you could go get, get the... any sauce you want. Now you got it. Now all of a sudden, because niggas was going and look, like us, you got, oh, go get me a sweet and sour, bro. All right, I got you. They go, you go and get a, you get five and six and throw it in there. Yeah, they That's were why running they out of that shit back. too fast. Like, we got, we gonna give it to y'all. But for real, for real, look, a nationwide shortage because y'all were giving out the sauces really nilly. McDonald's can't relate. This is the first time Chick Fil A has gone through this in twenty five years. But y'all were the ones who was being real. Y'all got us comfy with all the sauces y'all was giving us. Now we only get one sauce. You mean to tell me y'all was saying, oh yeah, three, three, three honey mustards? You gonna need that for that sandwich? Now you saying you good with one? You only need one. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Is this company changing? Right. I like what I... the fuck? Yeah, McDonald's man. can't relate. 
But up, ba ba ba. We getting busy on this side, and we not even thinking about Chick Fil A. We getting busy. Y'all still not handing out sauce. Y'all still giving niggas uh, fish fillet with the cheese half right. off the and bread. Who's having a shortage? They should have said, "I told you not to get them niggas sauce." I should have told y'all. We could have told y'all that. <laughs> we told y'all not to get them niggas sauce. Hey, this yeah. is ridiculous. Uh, moving on. You know who um, nobody ever talks about when it comes to fast food? That they're literally a pioneer and they're great, and they've never—they're so unproblematic, and they literally have great shit, but broke niggas can't relate. Checkers. Oh my facts. Gosh. Checkers and rallies, baby. Checkers and rallies. If you go to checkers. Niggas don't want paper checkers because you're going to spend an easy $13, $14 easy. for yourself. And that's for a regular meal. And that's the same thing at Chick-fil-A. You niggas spend $12 at Chick-fil-A. Come you to Chick-fil-A. You, you can get an 8-count or a 12-count, and it's only been like $9, bro. Look, at Chick-fil-A, if you get a large fry at Chick-fil-A, you're getting probably eight, eight. waffle fries. <laughs> right? You better hope they give you some 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 medium joints. But if this they give you that fat ass, always hated the waffle their fries. large fry is a ripoff. And the medium, the medium fry is a ripoff. You get nothing. If you go to Checkers, do you keep, do you know you can get what's called a Fry Lovers XL? They take the biggest fucking cup they have for drinks mm-hmm. and fill that motherfucker up with fries. Are you serious? I'm about to show you now. It's called a Fry. Shout out to all my niggas that go to Checkers, man. Look, they know what I want. Look, Google know what I want. Fry Lovers XL. Look, this is an example of it. If this ain't the most laziest thing that they said... Fuck it. Put it in a cup for the Get drinks. That. It's genius. Look at this. Wow. You know what? That's like boardwalk fries. You know you go to the music yeah. park and get boardwalk fries? There is nothing. Nothing com- touches that. You know what? Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. Let's talk about amusement park food. Fire. It- Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots are fire. The fruit ones, fire. But they turn brown when they when they start melting. Real ones, no. That's true. The fruit ones are fire. They turn brown when they start melting. You're like, look, it's brown, but it's still good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> chocolate, vanilla, fire. Go ahead, sir. You got it. Uh... Dipping dots are so far. Oh, so I'll wait in line. Look, six people in line. Fuck it, it's short. Yeah. <laughs> Dipping dots are fire. I don't know. It's something psychological, though, about amusement park food. You are in an atmosphere of where fun. it's just fun. It don't matter. Yeah. The chicken fingers and fries. You might wait behind 40 motherfuckers to get three tenders and fries. For $20.99. For, 20, for $15 and a $7 Sprite. Mm-hmm. And that shit will hit like nothing you like ever had. The honey mustard will hit. The fries will be super salty. My Little goodness. Old Bay hints, but they said nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, there is nothing like, and, and I, I want you to recall your first memories of the greatest thing you can eat at a amusement park, which is the fucking funnel cake. Funnel cake. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. Fucking God. Six Flags America. If you don't like funnel cakes, what happened, bro? Like, who gave you your first piece? I remember my first piece when it hit my fingers and I saw that confection sugar hit my Air Force One. I said, hold up. Mm-hmm. That ain't like the sugar that my, my mom put in the coffee. I know. It's just, shout out to everybody from New Orleans that 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 that's like shit. These niggas haven't had a beignet before, right? Them shits. I want them shits. Fire. I remember when I was in seventh grade. I took French in seventh grade, and we had the food day. And I never forget. I always had French before lunch, and we learned about we learned about New Orleans cuisine, and we learned about like all of their crawfish and all of their down south foods. And I remember we watched the documentary. It was so much good foods. And I remember that was the day I didn't have no lunch money. Like. Was I was down bad starving. for that. Like down mom. bad for that one seventy five. Real ones, no. When you hit that one twenty five, and you just needed to find two quarters. Y'all know how you y'all lunch one seventy five. You got one fifty. You looking at the lunch and you're like, please, <laughs> please, please. <laughs> no, she take that tray right from <laughs> you. <laughs> 
cheese, cheese sandwich. <laughs> they would literally give you a cold ass. You can tell that they just went and took a pack of hamburger buns and a and a, and, and a pack of crab cheese. <laughs> Do you know they did that? Do you know what? I want you to really think about that. It is their obligation to feed every student whether you have money or not. So there's their way of putting something on your baby ass stomach. Since your broke ass parents didn't have enough money for you, it's here. Take this cheap ass bread and government cheese. It's literally a piece of cheese in between. When I tell you, when people come out, look, this is what make you cry, right? You don't cry if nobody see you. When somebody come out and they be like, damn, you ain't have no money. Or you hear somebody say, Oh, he got to get a cheese sandwich. He ain't have no that money. That shit hurt your mother. You be like, look, I'm about to go to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that shit hit your pride like nothing, That shit hit bro. your pride like You really like feel a, homeless. You almost feel like. And I swear, I'm we, we talking on a real humble level. Mm-hmm. It's niggas I'm sure y'all went through weeks of not having lunch. And I feel like we just speaking as to privileged niggas who are speaking about a, a bullshit thing. So for my niggas who, who never had lunch money, grew up and had to. Walk to school and shit like that. Much respect to you, right. but understand, you right? Yeah, keep hustling. Uh we we was hurting a little bit too. We, I mean, that that cheese, that cheese sandwich felt the same for all of us. Yeah, that shit, that shit was that, that shit was not fun. You legit yeah. feel like homeless. I, my kids will never. Just I, my kids will never go through that. Cause I think honestly, it's one thing to come from How nothing. Much is school lunch now. Go it's, ahead, T. I'm gonna look that up. I think it's one thing to come from nothing. Then it's a whole another thing to come from something that's not everything. You know what I mean? Like. When people say that you grew up with a silver spoon in your mouth, if you really think about that, it's only a silver spoon. It's not gold. You feel me? Yeah, I can understand You know what that. I'm saying? Like, you grew up with a silver spoon in your mouth, and it's like, I had a better opportunity, but when you think about it, like, none of our parents, whether you came from the bottom or where me and Terrell came from, from the suburbs, they wasn't teaching us about generational wealth. They wasn't teaching us about investing and shit like that we all literally grew up and we are all in school right now for real for real trying to learn about how to make our families mm-hmm. have this generational wealth so like you came from the hood i came from here your opportunities are different of course but when you look at the grand scheme of shit once you know what i'm saying we're still not in the suburbs getting like life-changing lessons we That's just got right. a better environment and you know to what? go and get it. So mm-hmm. I, I totally respect people who live in areas of poverty and come from the hood. But I just feel like I think the thoughts that just because you have or you grew up in a bigger house in a better neighborhood, that don't necessarily change. And it does because it, it does. But I would say it don't necessarily change the generational opportunity. You know, we still so far behind. Yeah. It's up to all those people that come from wherever they come from to change it. Look yeah. what mom and dad did. My parents grew up in a not-so-nice neighborhood, and they legit went in debt so that we could grow up in a better neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you got to do, no matter where you come from. People are so proud of where they come from, but you just got to think You got to think about that next level. Right. You got to not- think about the next generation, your kids. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to pass? We, me and my mentor talk about that a lot. What mm-hmm. are you going to pass down? And it's niggas in the hood right now. That have invested way more than you have have generational mm-hmm. wealth. You know what I'm saying? That's so true. what I'm talking about is not necessarily growing up in an area of poverty, but it's just about where you get your opportunities. And the people that have silver spoons in their mouth growing up, I know a lot of niggas that grew up in the same neighborhood as me, same schools, same opportunities. You know what I'm saying? That you know what I'm saying? Because of the people in their life, they might not have had the game. You know what I'm saying? 
to That's get, true. or you see him now, and it's like, damn, nigga, we had the same opportunities. Yeah. So, you like, even if you were living in a hood now, like, you could definitely elevate yourself way above niggas living in a bigger house than you. It don't matter. Get that bigger mind. Right. And it's the power of parenting. All you niggas is having kids willy-nilly because it's cool and cute. When them motherfuckers is stupid, that's just a real conversation. A lot of people want, these people that want babies, like, why do you really want a child? Because they cute. All right, well, when about when they turn seven? Damn, I feel you. And they not in that cute stage no more. Now you got to develop them and you're responsible for them. And it's not a dog. You can't just give that joint away. School, oh, well, also, when we went to school, school and lunch was one seventy-five. It is now $3 flat. <laughs> is that a, isn't that double? That's ridiculous. That's You're not eating school lunch. It's you $3. I would buy my kids. Honestly, how much is a Happy Meal? In twenty in twenty twenty, if you not making, if your kid not taking a, a lunch to school, twenty twenty one, in twenty twenty one, if it was twenty twenty one Terrell and I was going to high school, I would be taking my lunch to school. Terrence, no, you would not. Bro, Your black yes, ass. I first would. of all, do you know what time these kids have to get up for school? Early you don't give up. You get up just enough time to make right. it to that bus stop. I wouldn't be. You ain't gonna be. Putting I wouldn't be twenty-seven year old me. I would be eighteen-year-old man. I'm like, yo, what we ordering? You wouldn't even be eighteen. You would be thirteen-year-old you. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine if we had DoorDash? That shit is running rampant in you didn't school, hear? bro. Oh I, my god! Y'all are living in heaven. Updated a few teachers. That shit is ridiculous to them. Listen, because nigga. what kids don't do he sound is, like a uh, Bruce Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like Batman. You Stop know, laughing a, into this. I work for a big, uh, big box company. It doesn't say a name. Look, I've dated a couple teachers. I have. And let Damn. me tell you, you know what the issue is? Everybody tries to DoorDash their food when their lunch when their period lunch. starts. And that shit be coming late. The, they be like, my food came late. Can I eat in your class? Bro, trust me. No food I in my class. Of, I done heard a couple stories about that. Those were the most annoying teachers. Like, you don't even own this room. You don't even give a fuck. You don't even be in here cleaning it. You go home and we leave. And, you know, some schools don't allow DoorDash. Yeah, Some I schools, wouldn't, I wouldn't the administrator be at the front or the, the nigga with the walkie-talkie. And they'd be like, who ordered this? Nah, bruh. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Thank you. And I'm eating it. <laughs> no DoorDash. Damn, yeah. They had the parents up there real quick. Yo, we had some mean ass. Who ate my daughters? What would you call Mr. Robinson? Remember what Robinson? What was his title? <sighs> administrator. He wasn't an administrator. That nigga was just security. But he was, I swear. He would be he was, known as a school administrator. Because he is administrating the students. That nigga, I don't, I don't fuck with him. If I saw him, I would not fuck with him. You literally ruined my basketball career. We can get into that. Oh, time. yeah. How about but you wanted to be Mr. Macho Man and do the most, cutting niggas when the tryouts was bullshit. What type of tryouts on the first day for basketball, all we doing is running around the fucking middle school? This isn't the military. What the fuck are you trying to prove? People trying to see which one no, of you when did ass niggas shit. was going to fall out. Nigga. So we ran around the school. All we did on the first day of trials was run. Second day, all we did was run. Third day, we started playing ball. Do you know what my legs felt like on the third day? And you want me to do, you want me to do a, a, a three-man weave. I'm sorry. Three-man weave. And you want me to run all the way up and down the court. And if I don't make it, you're cut. Like, I'm thinking about, like, I watched Kobe talk about how he, how he would, how he would, Hush parents who would try to say shit on the sidelines of practice because he'd be like, look, your kid is young and already internalizing everything. Like, that mind isn't where your mind is. Like, it's figuring it out. Like, even though you figure it out and you feel like you got to tell your kid, pivot. Like, don't, don't jump. Like, you got to let your kid figure it out. So Kobe used to be like, hey, look, 
If you can't be quiet, you're going to have to leave. I'm Kobe. I own a, a, whole, a whole academy. So, and also I have five rings, BT dubs. But anyway, <laughs> it's like you kind of got to So let, how do you talk you to the kids? Young, you let young people go through it. So this is the thing. Um, if a kid fuck up, and this is just for sports. If a kid fucks up, like say a kid shoots a layup, like the kid don't want to miss the layup. And you can understand it's a difference between when you picking your team is different. So I can't necessarily miss to say, say Mr. Robinson should have did this. But with younger minds, it's like if your daughter was on the sidelines, if your daughter was getting cooked, right, by the same move. I'm throwing hands. Right. Every time, like, this girl is backing your daughter down, doing that shack pivot, and your daughter always jump. It's not on you to say, stop jumping. Every time she do that move, you jump. Because guess what you're doing? That's like your daughter doing a test and she go two plus two and you over there like this. Right. Did she learn or did you just tell her? I'm sorry, y'all. I just held up a four, those who are listening. If you in the back holding up a four while your daughter's looking at two plus two, when she passed the test, daddy, daddy, I passed the test. Did she? It got to be innate. It got to so, be. Right. So what to, you yeah. do, especially if, if my daughter out there getting cooked and I'm like, damn, she beating you with that move. She beating you with that move. What you think? You got to ask them the questions to let their young mind figure it out. Why do you think that keep happening? What could we do? Like, Kobe was talking about how they, her, they girls went and got dogged by this team by, like, 30. And he said that was the best thing because they had so much film. They had so much shit to look at. And you know Kobe loved that. Look, what, what could we work on, right? <laughs> With a young mind, it has to start fixing itself. Because once you start telling these young minds your shit, you're just creating another you. Who's fucked up and not perfect. Right, can't play, trash, you're man. You're trash, you want a side on your ve- On your weekend off. Yeah. We start d- shitting on the parents. <laughs> but that's so, true. Yeah. It just, it, there's so much power in repetition as opposed to just beating somebody down. Yeah, and that just reminded me of like all the, the high school coaches. I basketball do think that's kind of soft, though. Not everybody can do that. Sometimes yeah. you got to, like, football coaches can't do that. Mind you, Kobe's talking to young minds that he already picked. So, like, it's different. They on the team, it's just making them better. He could be harsh and, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying with Mr. Robinson, we were in such a hostile environment that it would, you, you had to deal with your skill and your anxiety. Like, you don't even want to get cut. So you play basketball in the neighborhood every day. I play basketball in the neighborhood every day. But for some reason, when I got the ball, my anxiety took over. I was so afraid to fuck up and this motherfucker yell at me and cut me that I'm not even giving him my true game. You walking around with a straight face. Everybody shut the fuck up when we walk in here. It's like, what are y'all trying to build? A slave group? Like, <laughs> what are y'all trying to build? Are we going to war? Like, we playing a fucking game. Yeah, like, I swear I'll be the best basketball coach because I swear we having a good time once I get my team. Now, if you trash and you keep missing layups, hey, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. Unfortunately, ma'am, Lil Tyrell didn't make the team because he's just not good enough. But we're not going to bring Tyrell on the team and then scare the fuck out of him while not even making him better. Like, no. Yeah, that's true, man. And then look. We, getting, we got so far away with what we was talking about. We, we were talking from about school to... Amusement park food Amusement to school. park food came from something else. So you was like, quick detour. Amusement park food. <laughs> um, this shit this is, is so the greatest far. podcast I talk, ever. I could talk about that forever. Can I do Tech Corner real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What you real got? quick in the Tech Corner. TikTok is owned by this, this company called Byte. 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 Byte something. I don't know. But the CEO of that. Uh-huh. 38, he was responsible for making TikTok go viral. He's a young dude. He just quit. He said that he cannot do the managerial shit. 
I can't, he said, I'm not fit to be a manager. I'm just trying to be by myself. But I'm only saying this because whenever management like that changes, you got a young dude who was 38, which means he grew up. 38 means he grew up and saw, like, the, the change with, like, technology and TikTok and Vine, and he was able to kind of, like, see it. I feel like now when companies like that change, just be aware. Just Y'all just watch TikTok, man. Whenever you see a CEO step off, the company always have a big change. So that was one thing that was that to start the tech uh, the tech corner. Another thing, Apple uh, on that new iPad Pro, it has this feature called Center Stage, and they literally took it from the Google, I mean from the Facebook portal, but it will literally like follow you around. What the room? I don't know if you ever heard of Center. It's only on. It's only, it's exclusive to that new iPad Pro. Um, do your Googles, y'all. The Facebook portal did it first, but what you can do is you can set your iPad Pro up, and believe it or not, if you walk around the room, the, the, the camera, camera will follow, will follow you. you. Uh, the camera itself will actually follow you, which is dope. So look that up. It's called Center Stage, the, the brand new Apple iPad uh, Pro. Uh, this is the biggest part of the tech corner that I wanted to talk about, believe it or not. Uh, Terrell, believe it or not, the, the Charlie Bit Me video is being sold as a, a NFT, um, and I feel like we should talk about that. Because I feel like a lot of people don't even know what this is. And then you see these things. And then you're trying to watch Earn Your Leisure and learn about shit. And you're like, them, what yeah. the fuck is that? They keep talking about this. So real quick. Because, like, son, when I tell you I did, like, quick research and it was, like, literally, like, two minutes. And now I kind of, like, understand. It's nothing. So basically the NFT is a non-fungible. Fungible, right? Fun this, fungible, fungible, right? I always be like, damn, am I saying that word right? Non-fungible token. Is it fundable or fungible? Is it fun really? It's fun I know it's fungible. I just don't know if I'm pronouncing yeah. it right. Uh, non-fungible, able to be replaced or replaced by another identical item. So right. it is non-fungible, yeah. So uh, NFT is a non-fungible token, which means it essentially can't be um, replaced. And in this case, it can't essentially be exchanged or traded for, which means like... So if somebody sells their digital album as a NFT... You can't necessarily be, it's not something that can be Because replaced. think about it, if I'm selling, like the Charlie Bit Me video, there's not another Charlie Bit, Bit Me video that can be exchanged for this one. You know what I mean? Oh, it is what this it is, This is right. a unique thing that can't be traded, right? Um, and I think what's dope is because an NFT works like a certificate of ownership for this digital, digital, digital product. But for real, for real, it's not copyright. You know what I mean? It's just you saying that you own that digital product. And I'm going to tell y'all, there are millions of people in the world that just want to own digital shit. If something went viral or something went... What? No, no, just listen to me. My bad, y'all. There's just some shit playing. I'm sorry. Uh... But as far as my bad, y'all. Y'all know he hit somebody outside the door. You be like, hold up. You know? Uh, I got you. But yeah, copyright. Oh, Troy, you don't gotta edit that. Fuck it. Right. Yeah. Um, my bad, y'all. But um, it that has nothing to do with copyright. It's just about like ownership. Like for something that went viral, like the uh, I don't know if you saw it, but I had that little cat meme up there. So yeah. Here's another example. I don't know if you ever seen a disaster girl meme, right? You ever see the girl who's looking back when the house is on fire, but she looks completely unbothered as a little white girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looked like she burned the house down, actually. That, um, that recently sold as an NFT for $473,000. 
So this is my question because I don't get it. Everybody has seen that and can get that for free. So who the fuck would pay $400,000 for it? The, the motherfucker who wants to own it because this is how NFTs work. Think about the Mona Lisa, right? There's a million. You can take a picture of the Mona Lisa. This is it. But what if you could literally buy and then sell the actual Mona Lisa? That's what if why I'm the girl in the picture? The girl in the picture is who made the money for selling it as an NFT because she is the original owner of it. So when you're an original owner, like y'all say y'all do a video and that joint goes viral and everybody loves it. You can literally sell that as an NFT, which means you will no longer be the original. You will no longer be the owner of the original digital picture, even though it's everywhere. It's a fucking digital picture. You no longer have ownership, which means but the more making it an that NFT, she made sure she owned it first. Right. Making it an NFT essentially says somebody can own this. Right. And since you make it an NFT, you can sell it. And if it's a viral video like Charlie bit me, literally, they added an incentive where they said the person who buys it gets to do a spinoff with the actual two. So they literally about to make bank. The girl who was in that picture in the dangerous girl, the dangerous disaster girl, disaster girl mean she's 21 now. She just cashed out $473,000. She about to give something to charity and pay off her school loans all because she was. And the only reason why I bring this up into the tech corner is because think about how many things that, that we do just us period as a community, not even a race, nobody, just us as young people, what we do as a community and it goes viral, you know? Are we thinking about this route right here? Did you think that a picture that went viral on the internet that you were maybe one time embarrassed about or maybe like, damn, this shit really went viral. But like, I mean, it was a moment. But like, yo, what if you could sell this as an NFT? There's a weird motherfucker out there that will buy it. Let me tell you. There is this little cat meme that I had on my computer. It's called like the, the something cat joint sold for like $800,000, bro. Eight, look, this right here, the Nyan cat. Bid placed $836,000 for just ownership of this gift that was made in 2011. Who the fuck would want to do that? When you look it up, the, somebody said, who would want to buy it? And when you look up and when you study NFTs, it'd be like, why are people buying this? And the, the, the answers are like, it's weird, but they will. People want to own shit. What if you knew that you own that? Everybody's going to be spreading it everywhere. But you own it. And this is the thing. Never forget that you can sell an NFT. So if you own something that's crazy like this, this is something that went viral before. What if it goes viral again? Once it goes viral again, what happens? The value will probably rise on it. And now you can sell that NFT after you already bought it. So these are big money players you're talking about. But like, and I know we starting to sound kind of probably gibberish, but like, I'm just saying, completely... yo, digital content that we're able to put up on the internet, believe it or not, can appreciate. Like a, like the Mona Lisa. The Mona Lisa, the, the motherfucker painted the Mona Lisa so long ago, and there's so many digital pictures of it, but people still bid and want that original. Right. And that original is worth what it's worth because it's the OG. I didn't think, but now I know, that digitally, you, digitally, Con digital content can be appreci appreciated that same way. That's weird. It's weird that people can just buy ownership. Think about it. Would you buy ownership into the actual Mona Lisa knowing that you can Google it and find it? No, but somebody will.
I understand that. I understand art. I don't understand a fucking gif of a cat. Me neither. I'm not gonna say or that. Or this picture. I'm not. I don't know. I mean, I, but you know what? I heard Nas was doing some stuff with NFTs. I heard some people were putting out albums, but they were NFTs, or they were selling. I was thinking there's about a lot. Like, yeah. The the Fleet Girl. You know what I'm saying? The eyebrows on on Fleek. The fuck. Like that one little vine. I wonder if somebody would want to own that. Like they would. Somebody would want to to own what spawned Fleek. If that girl set that up as an NFT and sold it, she could cash out 500 bands. 500 bands. Because somebody wants to just buy that and then have the opportunity to resell it later. Now, for real, for real, if she wait 10 years and we look back and be like, damn, y'all remember eyebrows on Fleek? I'm about to buy that joint. She could wait 10 years, sell it as an NFT. Because look, Charlie Bentley came out what? Like 12, 13 years ago? Them boys old now. They was like, the boys are old, so we just might as well take advantage of the internet. I'm like, these motherfuckers are dealing with big money and already got big money. Their whole life changed after just putting up a random ass video. Their whole life just changed. Crazy. That shit got my brain hurting. My bad, bro. I didn't mean to run y'all run y'all down that, but I feel like that's just insightful, man. I mean, we, we all creating every day, so don't think that what you create, if, even if it goes viral, like this might not be the end of it, depending on what it is. And I feel like that should be a me- this should be a message to all of the people who have already went viral. Like, hold up, maybe in some years I can turn my shit into an NFT uh-huh. and sell it. I'm gonna look into that shit. Too. I need to figure out. I need to figure that out more. Yeah. But is that all we got? That's all you got for tech corner. That's all I got for the tech corner. Yes. Um, Joe Biden just uh, officially passed the. Um, I saw that. Asian American Anti Hate Crimes Bill or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Stop Asian hate. Honestly, so. regardless of how we feel about us getting stuff, I'm actually happy to see that happen. I don't give a damn. Well, honestly, it's aggravating. Whoa, 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 whoa. I can say that. I you can don't, say you that. You can talk away, but you got to be more specific. Because what I was talking about, I don't want it to come off like you saying. I was saying I'm glad it happened because you don't want anything to happen to anybody yeah, in, this, in yeah. this world. Okay, yeah. Blanket but, but you can't. Right. I get what you're saying. You, you know you're speaking for yourself. I'm just gonna say that because I do give a fuck that what happened to them. For I'm sure, just, but I'm just. I get what you're saying though. I'll let you get it off. You just gonna be careful. That bro. shit is. I'm not, I mean, hey, that shit is aggravating. I don't know if I ever told y'all about the study. Me and my mentor were talking about this study uh, that just came out uh, two months ago, where they literally caught a cooler. Of black penises, seventy-two hundred of them in a cooler on its way to China. I'm not even joking, dead ass. So I don't say that to try and combat anything. I'm just saying this is the reason why some stuff is just like the system don't work. In you looking at a, where you think them fucking dicks came from? No, they came from Nigeria. From Nigeria. Yeah. And they were on their way. They were en route to China. So what is China doing with black dicks? I have no idea. China, what's up? Hey, look. That is a completely deeper, longer That's conversation. Crazy. China. But. What's popping? But this is my thing. Is that like, well, is that like General Tso's chicken? Is that what we've been eating all these years? Like. This is not something that's funny, Terrence. Okay. That's it, serious. Oh, yeah, you're right. But the reason why I say that. That's more people that. That's, there's been 6,600 people. Uh, 6,600 reported attacks 
That's what spawned this crime deal. Mm-hmm. 7,200 dicks. 7,200 dicks in the cooler show up to... Because where are 7,200 dead, dead people? That's what I'm saying. It ain't like they volunteered the dick. What are y'all doing with that? I don't know. You can look it up. Search 7,200 black milk. Just, just, I mean, hey, it's going to be a wild thing in your search history, but this is the reason why stuff like this is just aggravating. Because Joe Biden... Got up there and said, if you don't vote for Joe Biden, you ain't black. Remember when they uh, black yeah. people That's what he said. But what are you doing for black people? Absolutely nothing. All of this shit happens. And the reason why I say that is because all of this shit happens. It's national news. All of this stuff happens on TV. And there's no... But there's no point of me. There's no point of me. I'm not surprised. Yeah. It's just aggravating. You mean like the black dicks thing is a national thing, but nobody's saying anything about no. it? No. I mean, hell, well, look, look, that's not even on the TV. Nobody even heard about that for real. That was probably your first time hearing about it, right? I might be talking about that. I'm talking about the, you got, Don, look, Dante Wright. You got, we fresh off Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, all this stuff where we could potentially have a new bill in place to protect black folks. Nothing. But... 6,600 cases of, of what? What happened? All right, cool. A whole bill for hate crimes against. You know what I'm saying? Are you kidding me? You're talking to a black person about hate crimes? You want, you want sympathy from the black guy about hate crimes? Right. We're not going to get a bill. Understand my, understand my need for, uh, or understand my, my will to not understand. Yeah. I Don't think, oh, he's being insensitive because he said, Man, I don't give a fuck. This, so I could give you, I, I got a long, I got, I got a book of stuff that I could tell you why that I don't give a damn about this. But it passed, and hey, it is what it is. Yeah, it's hard to see something like that, man. It's hard to see something like that when you've been hungry for a minute, and you know that this person was eating, and now all of a sudden they just got hungry, and like, the food is given to them. And you feel like, damn, we've been hungry for a minute, but you know, we're not, we're not trying to complain because like, we, I mean, I'm y'all really, are saying, I mean, they're hungry. Don't they deserve to eat? It's like, okay. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and, bro, honestly, I, like I say all of that, but I'm not surprised. I'm not going to be one of them guys that's like, why does this keep happening? Because I know why. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy, but it's just crazy. That, that's the latest thing that happened today. I don't want the, I don't want the message to get confused. Uh, definitely not. I don't wish no hate on nobody. Nope, I don't wish yeah, no hate crime on no anybody. I never said that. We keep it real. But, yeah. If you ain't keep it real, you can... What did he say? What, what, what rum did he say? I don't know. You know, I'm not a big rum you can't nitty. Be, keep, you can't keep it real and keep it real yourself. You can't be real to keep it real. I don't know what the fuck he said. Rum nitty on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. So the only thing, I, only thing that I had other than, other than that was the verses. I just feel like verses is going down the drain. Why? What? Oh, well, it's not that exciting anymore. Who gives a fuck anymore? Nobody wants to do it. My thing is, like, the no, nobody wants to do that shit. They need to let it die with the... That was... The verses started as something that was cool. We was all in our house. This is my... This is the thing. They they couldn't... They're not, they're not able to get the people that we want to see. Nobody wants to see SWV versus In Vogue or, or whoever. Like, nobody wants to see... These old ass, like all of a sudden it just became Ron Isley versus Earth Wind and who the fuck wanted it? Who wanted right. this? Like this is good. Our parents enjoyed it, but for real, for real, y'all not doing this shit for for them. Like the thing is, like ever since what what, what was the last one? Rose and, and Chains, and then after, not Rose and Chains. I don't remember the last 
the last one where it wasn't like a throwback, where you literally had to be a, a, oh, you a had fan Jeezy, of the era. Jeezy and Gucci. We did Method Man versus Red Man. Yeah. Who the fuck asked for that? Not, like, it's not a bad thing, but it's just like, yo, versus. This is what we were talking about when Swiss and them sold. They just did SWV versus... uh. SWV versus I, uh, I forget what the other group was. SWV were. versus I forget, yeah. but they did those. They did the the, the Osley Brothers versus Earth Wind. That was fire. You can't say this going down the drain. That shit was fire. No, I'm just saying like who won it. But that? who next? That was amazing. I loved it. I, and I feel like and they got other battles coming when it up. was just this fun thing, and everybody knew it was Swiss and Tim. I felt like people were more open. I feel like that's why that's the only reason why we would have got a Gucci and Jeezy. Yeah, the Triller thing definitely turned. Gucci me up. and Jeezy is not happening with Triller hitting them up and not Swissing. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like Triller. Gucci oh, and Jeezy happened before Triller. That's what I think, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it would happen if if it was Triller involved. I think I don't know. I just feel like with with Triller being involved now, it's gonna be like if now it's not Timbo hitting you, it's not Swiss hitting you, it's no, nah, it's still them. It's still them. It's still them? Yeah. It just don't feel like it because they're like, all right, where, 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 where we at? We had Keisha Cole Trilla and putting money behind it, yeah. It's like, but ever since we, ever since it just seems like old head, old head, old head, old head. But you know what? The good thing about Trilla is that it keeps them from the need for, like, think about it. They had, at the Ashanti and Keisha Cole battle, they had Doritos and Ciroc behind them. That was a bag. Yeah, that but you see, a... now they don't need to do them cheap ass ads and okay, to, yeah, for funding. You got Doritos and Ciroc. Like, this shit was whack. But now they got the funding to do, like, that's why the Earth, Wind & Fire joint was, was nice. It was on the stage. The camera was. And I felt like Trilla def- definitely would give them the production value and, like, the, the upscale production that they, that they could take it to. The stages, the venues. Trilla Even can make that I happen. Believe that, I believe Swiss and Tim could have done that. Yeah. You know, but me too. I but I know. just felt like you know it might not have been their primary focus, so I can't really get mad at them. But I'm just like versus as a as a as a whole. Mm. I don't yeah, know. man. But yeah, man. NBs. But yeah, Terrence is getting ready to get into this Wizards game. I'm getting ready to go on a hot steamy date. Okay. I'm lying. But <laughs> you are? Nah. I'm not. What the fuck? <laughs> This nigga. And it's dark. Wow. I, so I hope the visual podcast doesn't look screwed up because looking at Terrell, he looks dark as hell. This nigga's sitting here looking. No, nah, the sun went down a little bit. The sun went down a little bit. But if you made it all the way through, I appreciate you. Shout out to all the Niners watching on mm-hmm. Patreon. Um, the uh, Hey, when is the uh, J. Cole going to hit the YouTube? J. Cole hit the YouTube on June 9th. June 9th. And it'll be here in no time. On the ninth, that bad boy goes up there. So, hey, you got the drop on yours? Beautiful day. I don't think I do. Yeah, I do. I'm going to say, nigga, I sent it to you. But, um, but yeah, man, hey, look, if you're vaccinated, <laughs> you can rip that rip that uh, mask off your face. Yeah, man. That's way too loud. This nigga Terrence is just, he, he is just this wrong. But, yeah, man, uh, next week will be episode four. Jesus Christ, Terrence. Start that over. But yeah, man, next week will be episode 50. 50 episodes next week. We got to do something special. Oh, man, 50 episodes. I know, right? What a time. Till next time, y'all. Stay safe.